The Sharpened Artist Color Pencil Podcast. Inspiration and innovation. We're talking everything you want to know about this medium that we love so much. And we're your hosts, John Middick and Barb Sodiropoulos. Hey there, welcome back to the show. My name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com, and I am joined today by my jazz hands friend over here, Barb Sodiropoulos. Barb, how are you? I wasn't going to do it today. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, well, no pressure. I I had to to make you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm doing great. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing wonderful. So it feels like forever since we've spoken, but that's not true. Barb and I do that's speak quite often. Don't lie to the people. We, we <laughs> right. text each other all the time. <laughs> but what happens is it's it's been forever since we've uh, actually uh, recorded a show yes. and, and, and got on here on the mic, uh, as it were, and behind the camera. So it feels good. To me, what about you, Barb? Uh, yeah, it feels good. I hope we don't, uh, <laughs> we're not too rusty here. <laughs> right. So this is a mini-sode. Barb and I thought we would uh, come on here and do this once in a while. So back to your regularly uh, scheduled programming after this one. No worries there. We'll go back to uh, what we typically talk about. But we're just going to sort of go off topic, as it were, and talk about a few things here that we've been doing over the summer. And... Just share a little bit about what's been going on, kind of catch you guys up on what we've been doing. Um, so I don't know what Barb, what have you been up to? Oh gosh, I mean, I certainly haven't had as an ex- as exciting of a summer, I should say, as you have. But we'll get to that in a minute. You, you, you uh, act <laughs> like I went to Cozumel or something. I mean, listen, you might have. <laughs> I, I did not. <laughs> No, I, I mean, I just a lot of uh, like family events and weddings and stuff. I, I was yeah. very fortunate to be in uh, a bridesmaid and a friend of mine's wedding. Nice. Uh, so I ended up uh, going to Montreal for that, which I have never been to Montreal before, which is great. It's uh, basically on the eastern side of Canada and I'm on the western side of Canada. So it was a little bit of a trek, but um, really interesting experience. Quebec, for people that don't know, is a primarily French-speaking province in Canada. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people do speak English there, especially in Montreal, just because it's a major city. But generally speaking, everything is pretty much in French. The way that kind of at the rest of Canada, everything was primarily in English. Like a lot of stuff's bilingual, but it's French first there for sure. So um, I had to put some of my, uh, you know, French grade school learning to the test. Although, <laughs> unfortunately, go. I mean, I can, I can read it very well, but part of the problem is that. So fun fact for everyone, we are taught French in school. Uh, it's mandatory, I think up until um, probably junior high. So around grade seven. Ah. Um, however, and so it's I your choice if that. you, yeah, so it's your, it, it's your choice if you want to continue taking um instruction in the language after that which i did choose to do just because it is the second official language here and i do actually use it quite a bit in my graphic design life uh, but the french that they teach us especially in western canada at least from my experience is the the french that they speak in france not necessarily quebec mm. and so quebec is a little bit of um i mean and hopefully it's anyone's from there. They don't get mad at me for saying this, but like, it's a little bit of a dialect almost, right? Like it's a different, there's some of the pronunciations a little bit different compared to France, French. And so 
you know, when they're, when people are talking there, it's like, you know, it's the same as English. If you learned yeah. English as your second language, you're probably learning like British English or something that's very proper. Mm. And right, the way right. that most people speak English is with slang and maybe not necessarily pronouncing all your words correctly or fully yeah. or whatever. Right. And so it's the same sort of thing. You go there and you're thinking, I know, you know, I know this language, it'll be fine. And then someone talks to you and you're like, oh man. So <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately like didn't get to practice speaking French as much as I wanted to, but, um, you know, definitely tried to be like, merci or, or bonjour, like trying to, you know, <laughs> at least do greetings and thank yous and stuff yeah, in, in yeah. the language just to be courteous. But it's, you said uh, the two French words, the only two French words I know. So there we go. It's probably the only two a lot of people know. <laughs> but but well, well, say, was, say, how are you in French? Just to, just to humor me. Uh, bonjour, comment ça va? <laughs> uh, okay. That's what I thought. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, and again, I, I'm bar I barely speak English. I mean, I know yeah, hillbilly in English I mean, a lot and of I'm better at hillbilly. One language. Yeah. And the apologies if anyone's listening and they speak better French and they're like, listen, your pronunciation was terrible. But <laughs> anyways, it was, it was really interesting for me to, to be able to go to that part of the country and yeah. certainly the Eastern part of Canada is a lot older. And so, um, we made sure that we stayed in a part of Montreal called Old Montreal. So it's like, I guess the old, exactly what it says, it's the oldest part of Montreal. So where a lot of the like original settlers kind of Oh, gotcha. little, you know, set up and that sort of thing. And it's, oh, it's wow. really interesting because a lot of the architecture in that area is very European influenced, mm. understandably, but it's almost like being in Europe, but you're still in Canada. It's the most I've ever felt that way being in like in this country. And, um, there's not typically a lot of, especially in the Western part where I live, there's not really a lot of super old architecture just because at the rate at which they expanded west, like there's mm -hmm. always only so many buildings that were built at a certain time. So um it's quite interesting just just even to see that. Like I definitely tried to take a lot of pictures of that sort of thing just because neat. you know, and you know, we've talked about this before in other episodes, just about the idea of when you go traveling, like take pictures of like interesting things. Like you may not not necessarily be into landscapes now, but Never if you know. decide you're into landscapes later on, you can be like, oh, I took this great picture of this place that yeah. I visited and now I, I, you know, I can, I can do this drawing of it or whatever. So, right. um, so that part was really interesting. We didn't really get to spend as much time there as I would have liked, but it's definitely somewhere I would go mm -hmm. back and, and oh, kind nice. of explore that a little bit more. Like they do architectural tours and stuff like that. So, oh, wow. I mean, it like... I mean, one section we drove through, it looked like everyone lived there, had a castle at some point. So it must have clearly been the rich area. But, Sounds like a lot but, of rich history, though, for sure. That's awesome. Well, and what's funny about it is because we have so much space here, I can only imagine as a European, they probably came here and they're like, we can make things as big as we want. There's <laughs> right. It's yeah, like yeah, there's no, there's no neighbors. We're great. Yeah. So, so yeah, funny. so that was that was really, really kind of a highlight and uh, an interesting, um, uh, I guess, trip that we took. I mean, also for yeah. the reason of going to this wedding. But um, yeah, so we did that, and then we we went to visit my boyfriend's brother in Vancouver. He lives there, which is the very, 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 I guess, almost as far west as you can go in Canada in terms of major cities. 
So that oh, wow. was also a really interesting experience. And be, we drove this time. So we were able to drive um, from Alberta, where I am, through the mountains and everything. And so that was a really great experience. Just, I mean, the, the Rocky Mountains, if you've never been around them, are stunning. I mean, certainly oh, yeah. if you live in Colorado or something, right. you know what that's like. But uh, right. yeah, I mean, it, they really are a sight to see. It's, yeah. it's, I never get sick of it. So, right, exactly. I got a <laughs> yeah, brother that lives in Colorado and, few years ago when we were out there um he's also a pilot and he took yeah. me up in a plane and that that was just amazing to see the mountains at that level even it was just it's stunning uh, i mean yeah i understand why people Unreal. like to paint them and stuff like that just because i mean once you spend a, especially if you live there and you spend enough time right. around them it really is just it's breathtaking just to yeah. think that you know this this giant like you really the only thing that's comparable to it is if you're standing in front of a skyscraper that's really big, I guess. Yeah. But but when you see a mountain, it's just it's it's, impressive. it's so it's... much bigger and so much yeah, like for it, sure. I don't know. It's and there's something about I think just feeling that little bit of connection to nature and stuff too. That's uh -huh. just always oh, yeah. lovely to experience and just makes you feel appreciative of the you know, the world that you live in. And, and all right. of that too. So, so that sounds fun. Um, well, as far as trips, well, let me let me back up, I guess, and just kind of catch everybody up on, I guess, what's kind of going on here. With um, I had a daughter graduate high school, and uh, so we went down to Florida during that time, and um, in February, I think it was, I was back in February, um, and she marched in the the band in in uh, the Disney parade. Well, nice. It was kind of fun, and now she's starting a new journey going to college. Uh, so that's, that's kind of neat too. We got two daughters in college now, but I went to the CPSA convention over the summer. So great. It was just wonderful. I mean, um, let's talk about part of why you went though, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, John is very humble. He doesn't really want to talk about these things, no, but I'll talk, I think I'll, it's great. And I'm no, very I'll talk about that part of me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I mean, no, I, so I was accepted and this is my third acceptance. Uh, into the CPSA, and I think the fourth time, maybe fifth, fourth or fifth, that I actually entered something. Um, and so that was exciting, and I won an award, so that was really cool too. So um, just seeing, like you and I have talked before, Barb, yeah. seeing the pieces in person, though, is just, it's it's totally different. <laughs> and oh, I, I say that not... It's different in a good way most of the time. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's totally different. It's a different experience seeing something in person versus seeing it online. And I, you know, I, I say that a lot, but until you experience it uh, and you see, I mean, you're seeing your own work, right? We're always seeing our own work. But when you see someone else's work, you have a different impression in person than you do uh, online. And, you know, it's mostly good, but there are times where it's just like, oh, it's not quite, you know, what I thought when I saw the digital image. Um, but it's just neat to be able to see those differences, you know, and take note of that yourself and think about yeah, what Yeah, I would that. say too, that's probably a lot of times why most competitions require you to send in the original work, because I mean, if you're kind of good at photoshop <laughs> you, yeah. you, you can actually make your image look better than it is in some cases or, yeah well you know, the, and you can get the flip side of it yeah the flip side of it is that if you're 
maybe not so great at taking a picture of your artwork, maybe you're doing it a disservice. Like maybe yeah, that's true too. Maybe it actually looks more impressive in person that you would be missing out on that. And it's definitely a lot yeah. easier to sort of uh, assess technique and see those sort of things when right. you're seeing something in person. That, that particular word really encapsulates what I'm trying to get at is that the technique is something that you understand a lot more uh, yeah. when you're sitting there in person and you're looking at that work. And not, not that you can – I mean, there's something about being able to look at it and you can kind of tell – uh, why some of the decisions were made that were made, but you can't do it entirely, but you do see technique. You can see pencil strokes and, uh, or not. And that's kind of telling. And, you know, it tells you something about the hand of the artist. If you're new to photographing your work or scanning your work, uh, then yeah, to your point, Barb, it's kind of tough sometimes to get it to look like what it does in person. And one of the best compliments I feel like is to be told, wow, it looks better in real life than it does even uh, online. And so, yeah. you know, I feel like if you're told that, guys, then um, that's a high, high compliment. Well, I mean, so. that's a reason even for somebody buying original art versus a print, right? Like right, right. There's just something about how seeing a medium with your own eyes that sometimes yeah. it's just that much more impressive. And, exactly. you know, one of the things I was going to bring up as well, John, I remember you were saying, and, and we watched this uh, this little video together when we were chatting the other day, Jesse Lane actually did a whole video walkthrough oh, of all, the, awesome. all of the entries that were hanging so on the good. walls, which thanks yeah. for doing that, Jesse, because for yes. those of us who weren't there. It was, oh, it's, it's it almost nice like you're see. there walking through there with him. I mean, that was so good. Yeah. And I, what I thought was really interesting about that, and John and I had this discussion because I said to him, I'm like, I don't know if the kind of art that I make would even get accepted to the CPSA competition just because I tend to do things with with very bright colors and that sort of thing. And I I think in my head, I've always just thought, okay, well, they want something that's maybe more closer to realism or muted colors. Of course, that said, I mean, it all depends on who the judge is as well. But um, I really thought it was interesting to see some of the entries that were so vibrant and yeah. not necessarily high realism. So no. um, I think that was a really important takeaway for me for, from seeing that, just thinking, you know, I wonder how many people don't enter because... Because they think that, yeah. Yeah, because they think, well, they're only accepting a certain type of art or a certain style of art. There's and, a fair amount of uh, abstraction um, yeah. that, that you would say is uh, pr- predominantly abstract in some of the pieces. And then some very... Um, uh, more of an illustrative kind of look, I guess. Um, yeah. And, and just highlighting areas... Uh, and focusing in areas where you want to direct the attention of the viewer. And you do see a fair amount of artwork that looks just like that, um, which I think is great. I mean, it's it's just so inspiring to see so many different styles yeah. and to highlight our medium in the way that we do uh, by seeing all these works in one spot and just the variety and the diversity that you see yeah. with all these different pieces. It's yeah. Nothing like it, really. Well, and to be honest with you, I'd love seeing that for this medium because, Mm -hmm. you know, as we've said before, that I think people need to know that colored pencil artwork doesn't have to only be one style of artwork. Right. I mean, you can use this medium to create things that are more abstract or more illustrative. It doesn't all have to be high realism. 
yes, that that type of art's very impressive, and it certainly mm-hmm. shows what the medium is capable of. But I I feel like there are so many people that are maybe turned off or whatever stage they are in their journey of creating creating art, mm-hmm. they end up quitting because they think, well, I can't achieve like hyper realism. So why am I even bothering? And that doesn't always need to be your goal. I mean, in no, my opinion, no. it doesn't. No, not at all. And and in fact, guys, I mean, um, the the CP award, the highest award in this particular show this year, uh, went to a black and white image. And yeah. so, you know, you think about that. I mean, there's so many interesting things that we can do with color. And so many of them, of the pieces were highly rendered, highly rendered in color. But the highest award went to uh, a black and white piece. Well, so, very stunning yeah. too. And well, oh, yeah. certainly there was realism in that piece. It yeah, wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, you know, there were some some kind of more um, impressionist oh, kind of time. elements to it, yes. right? So, yes. uh, I think if you know, for those of you who have been with the podcast for a while, you may have known. Last year we did a little walkthrough assessment and it was available in the member circle only mm-hmm. on a monthly sharpener. And I think we're planning on doing that again. Yeah. Um, so John, I'm sure you can give them information yeah, that, on how that's going to be so that. fun. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep, we'll keep you guys updated on that when Barb and I release that, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Just kind of doing a walkthrough of some of the pieces that we were real impressed with. Uh, not to say we're, I mean, we couldn't do all 100. It, w- it would take too, way too long yeah. <laughs> uh, because I'm impressed with everything I see. Oh, I can gosh. see some beauty in every single piece. I really can. Totally. Uh, and I, I know everyone feels that way. When we look at art, you can always see the good in any piece. Um, I saw one, Barb, that was uh, really, really tiny uh, in the show. And it was just, to me, it was remarkable. It was just so... Yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily need to create at a large scale either to do impressive work. Yeah. It's the horse you were talking about, right? Was it the horse one? Uh, well, no, that that was another impressive one. Oh. But this one was, uh, I think, around six or seven inches, something like that. Uh, and it was done on drafting film, I believe. Oh, right, And right. it was like um, Is some it the soldiers. Portrait? Oh, oh yeah. that Well, one, it was yes, like I several people. So yeah, you can yeah. think about it, just how miniature that that is. It's just, it was impressive, though. And but, and just to yeah. mention also for, for those people who may have entered and weren't accepted, if you're feeling a little bit down, you can go back to episode 312 <laughs> yeah, that we there did you go. about uh, our competition <laughs> rejection. I also yeah, I got rejected blog. last year. I mean, that's yeah. it. And then you won this it'll year. It'll happen like, again, I'm sure. <laughs> low to high, right? <laughs> well, so, and, and that such is the life of an artist, right? I mean, yeah. it happens to all of us. But yeah. 312. Go back and I mean, <laughs> certainly a wonderful honor, but at the same time, if you're not chosen for these things, you know, don't don't let it eat you up. Don't feel yeah. that it means that your artwork is bad. I mean, honestly, seeing all the ones that were chosen, like, I can only imagine how hard it is for somebody who is a judge for that sort of thing right. to pick the entries. There's probably so many. You probably want to have all of them entered you want to give all of them awards yeah, yeah exactly but it's not possible you have to narrow it down sometimes it comes right. down to things like did you miss something in your entry application you know like those kind of things are important and again if you go back to episode 312 we talk about a lot of those things and mm-hmm. hopefully that'll make you feel a little bit better if you're still maybe a little 
sad or upset that uh, your your work wasn't entered or chosen for an award. All right. Awesome. So I think the final thing that we wanted to say, though, guys, is I did hear about some people um, recently, I guess, getting their social media accounts hacked. Um, and so uh, Barb and I did an episode in 339 about cybersecurity. So we'll go back and take a listen to that. Barb, any update on Camaro? Is he doing uh, okay? Yeah, he's doing good. I mean, he is he is currently resting because he's he's developed a limp. Oh <laughs> no. In his old okay, age. But well, yeah, I know. He's like over a year old and I mean dog years, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's doing fine. He actually just turned one at the beginning of June, so that was a lovely little milestone for us. But yeah. he's uh, you know, dog parenting is <laughs> it's, it's challenging. I'm not going to say it's like having a kid necessarily because I don't know what that's like, but I'm going to pretend right. it's somewhat similar. But no, he's doing, he's doing good. He's just kind of, he, he overdid it one day, I think, and he hurt himself a little. But, uh, you know, dogs are resilient guy. and they bounce back yeah. and hopefully yeah. they'll be okay. So <laughs> there we go. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Um, guys, we're going to keep this one pretty short. Just a little mini sode for you. And uh, hope you're having a great uh, start to the uh, school year if you've got kids or grandkids in school or whatever it is you're doing currently keep going keep working at your art and your craft all right barb uh, this has been fun yeah and we will talk to you guys again uh very very soon until then take care and stay sharp bye-bye <laughs>